April 22nd, May 13th, June 3rd, June 24th. These dates ringing any bells? Well, they might if you're an Ontario angler because these dates are all the different fishy openers we have across the province. Of course, these dates may vary depending on where you are in the province, but here in Southern Ontario, these dates are celebrated across all tying tables. With these dates fast approaching, Drift Outfitters and Fly Shop in downtown Toronto is the place to go to get ready for trout, walleye, pike, muskie, bass of the small and largemouth variety. Yes, Drift Outfitters has you totally covered for all your upcoming fishing needs. Stop by the store to chat with the experts themselves and learn how to catch the fish you're after. Or shop online at driftoutfitters.com and enjoy coast-to-coast-to-coast -to -coast -to -coast shipping on all the best products. Find them at 199 Queen Street East in Toronto or online at driftoutfitters.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of So Fly. It is uh, middle of March, and uh, this is another episode for your listening pledge. Um, today we don't have a guest on because we've had a lot of guests on the shows the last few eps. So we're doing something a little different. <laughs> Are you floor. nervous, Mitch? <laughs> you might notice that we've uh, Aldo and I are wearing our shades, our yeah. tropical Miami shades, because. This, of course, is our episode about our trip to Miami, our recent trip Aldo and I took um, down to the sunny state of Florida. Um, we've got myself, Mitch. We've got Aldo, of course. Oh, hey, everybody. Uh, Yelma. Hello. <laughs> we've got Idas. Hey. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Idas and Yelma. Uh, we're oh, thanks. See that shirt, Aldo. Let's yeah. see that. Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see our SoFly Miami Vice <laughs> Get It shirt. Uh, Which has got and, vices instead of flamingos and a yeah. beautiful Miami Grafok that was Which made we by are dropping Obama. on our web store this week. Mm -hmm. Today. You better believe this, it. This is coming out March 15th. It's three days from now. So head on over to the, to the web store and get yourself a shot. But um, I kind of want to, I kind of, this yeah. is black. The, the logo's on black, which I love. Yeah. Like, I think it looks awesome. But I would be interested to seeing a white one. Mm -hmm. Like, if we could put a white one on there, I would buy it. I think the sky's the limit when it comes to what we can do, you know? Hey, like, before you put it up, um, I saw, like, a few little things I want to tweak. So I'm going to resend you a new, a new logo. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah tweak away, baby. Yeah. But it's awesome. It's obviously the... Yeah, it's great. And it's actually really thematic because we basically experienced this scene at one point in our trip. <laughs> we did. And we're, we're going to talk all about the trip today, um, of course, uh, to sort of prop up the deets, Aldo and I. I think it was like when before we were, before we were recording a podcast in January. So I, I just mentioned, like, I really want to catch Tarpon to Aldo. And he's like, let's just go do it. Like, it's not far to go to the Keys, originally, is what we were going to do. And then... We're like, yeah, why not? And uh, so we did. But we didn't go to the Keys, which we'll no. talk about. We went to, of course, Miami. Uh, yeah. And we did get into some tarpon. So, mm -hmm. yes, very fun. Very fun trip. Four days spent down in uh, the sunny state of Florida. Um, of course, in, uh, in around The Garden Miami State, actually. That's what they call it. <laughs> really? Yeah. No, I was, like, I was like, no, that's New Jersey. I was like, yeah, it's what? New Jersey. Yeah. They wanted to be the Garden State. It is, of course, the Garden, the Garden State, um, <laughs> sunshine capital of the world, and uh, yeah, 
but uh, I don't know. What's going <laughs> Mitch, on with you guys? You look like you're on ecstasy, man. Take off those shirts. <laughs> I kind of like it. Well, we kind of both are on ecstasy. Just like drink actually. your coffee. Like, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> We're definitely hung over enough um, to be wearing sunglasses. Yeah, no, Mitch. it was one of Mitch's proclamations. The same thing happened with Redfish. You know, he's yeah. like, I just want to <laughs> catch a Redfish. And the next day there was an email in our in the SoFly inbox, info at SoFly.ca. From the legendary. From the legendary Matt Dotson saying, well, Come on down. I'm baby. a redfish guide, and my buddy Joe has a lodge. Come on down. And we did. So and that worked out really well. So it was yeah. like, let's do that again. So next <laughs> exactly. time someone says something, yeah, you know, I really want, <laughs> that's what we're going to start doing. So we did I, it. Well, you know what? I really want to win the lottery. <laughs> yeah. I really want to, uh, I don't know. Yeah, just like yeah, some try. crazy trip. Um, I'd love to go to Patagonia. I just want Patagonia. I just want to yeah. go to Patagonia. <laughs> exactly. Real quick. Exactly. Mm. You get I a call. Would, I think all four of us have re- always really wanted to go to Patagonia. Mm-hmm. Yep. 100 million let's percent. Let's just go, guys. Let's just, <laughs> let's just go. So, yeah, I mean, like, you know. Um, oh, got an some, email. Sometimes that'd be hey. sick. Imagine, <laughs> like, right away. So, even though this is pre recorded. Um, <clears throat> one thing about living in Toronto that we mm. I sometimes take for granted, which is dumb because I fly so much, is that we can go to a lot of places really easily. Direct. And, direct. And direct. one of those places is South Florida. And yeah. originally, like Mitch said, we were going to maybe drive to the Keys. But then uh, we decided on dates, which was the February long weekend, which for us is family day. And for our American friends is President's Day. That's mm, correct. Yep. Um, and, uh, Yilmer, are you wearing a wrist brace? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Why do you have an injury? Um, I, I did front. Okay. It's, it's, gonna, it's an overuse douchey. injury. It's going to sound douchey. Uh, okay. So, Excellent. no. I, I, just, I, just, uh, I was doing fr- front squats. Okay. And, uh, why are you holding your hands like that? Using the bar. Because that's, that's how you do a front squat. Oh, I don't know. Put the bar I have in no front. idea. Yeah. So, and then I just bent my wrist a little too far. So now I'm using a different grip, this this grip, to do them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it's just healing, you know? So is that just okay. for show so you can tell people that story? Or. No. Uh, it's keeping my wrist from bending different ways. So, oh, okay. I got a squat yeah. inch. Yeah, I'm gonna. Get, I'm getting a. <laughs> getting a hot inch. <laughs> I'm getting a X-ray this week, hopefully. So. Okay. Wow. Damn. Just to make sure, peace of mind. Well, feel better soon. And, Shit, um, man. Sorry about I'm that. I'm fine. Sorry about that. Yeah. That's okay. I don't give a fuck. Do, do you need sure, Okay. Okay. So yummy, yummy. So sorry. Do you need what's help? going on with you, Idis? Uh, you um, went fishing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Give us that recap yeah, before we dive in. Yeah. <laughs> went yeah. fishing on Friday. Yeah, you mean not Friday? <laughs> uh, and yeah, it was snowing. It was pretty. It felt like a good day to go fishing. It's still so. very much winter. It was very wintry. Uh, what some, happened, man? Something about like swinging for steelhead in a snowstorm. It feels nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I caught is. an I caught an Atlantic, uh, which was cool. Never caught pretty one nice before. one too. It's a nice, it's a nice Atlantic. That was a space. nice fish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was psyched. I was like, I, I got it. I got it to. I was by myself. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, that's a fish. And I was getting it in and I was like <laughs> trying oh, not to. You, you know, when you're like, it, you're swinging, it's like you kind of just swing a bunch and you're like, snag. Oh, that's a rock. Snag. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, 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 no, that's you, a fish. When you know, yeah. Yeah, when you know. It. And so I was like, by myself, there's no one else there. And I was like, all right, just take your time. <laughs> yeah. Get it in slow. Don't lose this. Yeah. Don't lose it. Um, I mean, I was fishing on 0x. So I wasn't too worried about it breaking off. Right. And then, um, yeah, that was nice. I got it in, got it in the net. I thought Did it was you... a. St- what? Oh, sorry. What? 
did you catch it on a fly you tied because you've been tying up a storm no oh, no actually really? I, <laughs> oh no <laughs> no Idis has just been tying flies straight his, every day. His whole living room is filled with flies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, there's a lot. Every day we get numbers of photos of flies that yeah. are very nice and coming I just along use quite it, nicely. I just use you guys as a catalog so I can put, they're all in one place. You so must can, have hundreds yeah. of flies by now. Yeah. You <laughs> caught this fish on a fly that you bought? <laughs> yeah, actually from, from, from like two years ago. Amazing. <laughs> from like that's another funny thing, right? Like we, you're tying all these flies. Like you're gonna, they're gonna last you literally the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like I, just so, a fish on. It was funny. Two um, years ago, that day, like on the grand, like two years ago, where we went out with uh, Tyler and Adam, mm-hmm. um, mm. and I caught that steelhead. It was the same fly, um, just like and it was that one was black and blue. This one was black and purple. Same tube, fly. black and purple. You no, mean that little like, hobo I, spay looking. Yeah, thing? it's like a little hobo. It's not. I don't even know what they're called. It's like a reverse marabou thing. It's the, right. it's like not quite a hobo spay. Weighted? Was it? A yeah, weighted it was weighted. Fly? Weighted mm. on a like a sink tip. Oh, okay. And actually, it grabbed it like on the swing. What which, IPS whoa. were you fishing, bro? I, yeah. I, what I, ips? I don't even what know, ifs? man. I don't even know, bro. Two ips per sa? No. Nah, <laughs> five ins, ips per sa? He's yeah, probably around. Probably five uh, or seven, actually. Wow. wow. Jesus. Oh, on a, Fast. On a, on a, on well, I mean, we did line. have a lot of snow come. I bet you yeah. the river. How did the river look? Was it kind of? Uh, it, no, it was great. It was. It was like the visibility was good on the credit. Okay. We're this time of year in Ontario, Southern Ontario, it's really like place it's, we can go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's literally the only place. Yeah, the conditions yeah. are super hit and miss too. I went down there because I was like, ah, uh, maybe it'll be okay, and because it just started snowing, mm-hmm. and it, what, the water wasn't uh, cold yet either because it had been so warm. So the temp yeah. was dropping, and I was like, oh, it's overcast. It's snowing. The water's not very cold. It feels like a good steelheady day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, I nice. Went. Congrats. That's Thanks. good. Nice. Yeah. Because nice. I mean, how often do you go and not you specifically, but like anybody go for steelhead, and it's just like, eh, nothing, eh, nothing, you know? Yeah, like it's like pretty year, standard, you know? right? You're just swinging like you know those spots, like mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. like yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. It is a pretty time though. It definitely I, motivated I, me to fish a bit more. Right. So you get when are you gonna go out next? Monday. Know. When it's not. When it's <laughs> not like <laughs> now after the podcast. No, 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 like no, Wednesday it's too morning. Cold I, don't know. I got nothing else to do then. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except, yeah. 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 Well, that's awesome. Yeah. No, that was a nice fish. It's um, a skinny fish. Long. I love that yeah. we can see the reflection of the, your computers and your shades. <laughs> oh wow! I know. Look, it's like I can, yeah. you can you can go incept right now. Whoa. Um. But yeah, no, that was a nice Atlantic and um. Yeah, yeah, I mean, makes sense. It's skinny. It's yeah. winter. Yeah, living, uh, living in that thin water. It was a, it was a nice day. Very very uh, pretty. Well, here's another fun thing you can do in the winter: leave. And that's yep. what we did. Um, <laughs> basically, instead of going to fish the credit, Aldo and I were like, "Fuck this, see you later." And uh, yeah, I think uh, we we planned it all out. So it worked out perfectly. This whole plan that we concocted actually better than expected. We, this thought. trip kind of was like that in general. Remember? It was like, certainly serendipitous for yeah. sure. Yeah, how did you guys like, make that um, happen? Well, I told I told my work I was like, "You guys, can I just go work for Miami on a Friday?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, no, but the, this is the long weekend. This is the long sorry. weekend, so we have the Monday off. So it's like, oh, if I we can go down Thursday, flights were cheaper. I can work there Friday, and then we can just go fish Saturday, Sunday, fly back Monday." They're like, "Oh, uh, the boat shows on that weekend. Why don't you just go at, to that? Go on Wednesday and go to the boat show Thursday, Friday." And I'm like, "Oh, sick, perfect." Because so of, course, a, of course, you are work now working on Sea Dew and stuff like that, and Alumacraft and and various boats. So. Um, yeah, so it was like, well, that's perfect. Now we're going to go down early, get to go to the boat show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then things started to just kind of fall into place because it's like, oh, Costa's like, oh, we're going to be at the boat show. We're, and they have a huge, they had a huge footprint. 
Yeah, like, perfect. Awesome. So we get to meet Hannah and Joe uh, Gugino finally. So we we're like, that's awesome. And then, you know, uh, then it was like, oh, my, uh, then we're like, who can we contact that we know that's down there? Ross Bosek, who I always mispronounce his name. I think I say like Bocek and I don't know, I'm sorry, Ross. But we're like, he lives in the Keys. And we're like, originally like, we'll go to Miami, then we'll go to the Keys. So we message him. He's like, oh, we're actually our sailboat. Because, of course, you, if you heard his episode, he's a marine biologist down in the Keys. Lives on episode 123. Episode 123. Lives on a sailboat and studies, you know, uh, the water down there. Uh, specifically worked for the Bonefish Tarpon Trust. Studies bonefish behaviors, things like that. Some tarpon. He's like, we're wintering in Miami, which is awesome sentence, on our sailboat. I'm like, damn. That's a, he's that's like, a so, good one. <laughs> I know. He's like, I love how so, you yeah. win- I love how you winter in in Miami, even though yeah. you were further from south. the keys. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's sick. Um, so he's and he's like, I have a skiff, we'll go fishing. So things just started to kind of really work out. So we're like, great. So all the like, well, we'll we'll go down on a Wednesday. Of course we need to rent a car. So if you've seen our stories and heard anything from us, we rented a Mustang convertible. Mm-hmm. And we haven't <laughs> shut up about it since. <laughs> it was super fun. That was so now, sick. Um, not since Yilma went to Greece has has something <laughs> happened in travel that I've have not shut up about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mentioned we rented a Mustang. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A convertible. I if we rent I, a Mustang in Greece, you'll never hear the end of it from any of us. Honestly, oh, I think no. Yilma was the most excited about <laughs> yeah. Mustang. Oh, it was, of course. It was so cool, man. But yeah, like oh, we planned all the stuff out. It was all working out. And so anyway, we flew out, you know, just to get into it. The, the first little deets. Leaving the city. And I was driving through like, I don't know, Mississauga. And it's just like gray snow, you know. Hey, mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love the winter. But it couldn't be more different from where we were going, you know, which is always a fun thing to do. So uh, I admit I, you had I, never been to Miami, right? I'd never been to Miami. Whoa. I'd been to, I'd been to Florida long time ago you know i have a family some family down there but we're talking disney like world in and out in and around orlando mm-hmm. yeah i went to disney world when i was a kid mm. i'd never been to miami i've heard lots of things about miami beach and this and that and like wow what a place so it was a, uh, I was excited yeah i mean i was i was stoked that you had wanted to do this and that you know kind of all came together because yeah when you know we found out I was like, yeah, we sent it. We were like, you know what? I bet you Coast is at this boat show. Yeah. Send them an email. They're like, oh my God, we are. Finally, we get to meet. Like, come hang out at the booth. And, and then we're like, follow-up question. Do you know any guides? Because we, right. we had Ross for the one day, which was great and super gracious of him to take us out. But then they were like, yeah, we're going to hook you up with um, one of our Costa pros, the legendary Benny Blanco. Not to be confused with the singer-songwriter. <laughs> yeah. And if you're but, listening to this, you probably know Benny because everybody we mentioned it to, and we we admittedly hadn't known Benny because, you know, we're not from the salt. We don't really the Jets. that a lot. Benny's like uh, legit. Like he's uh, he's like the guy to go out on the Everglades with. And he yeah. works with Captains for Clean Water to, you know, obviously like fight for Everglades protection. There's a lot of stuff up against him right now. Um, so we were like, damn, that's amazing. Yeah, he was, he was, he, you know, we chatted on the phone and he said, uh, you know, if, if, if I can't find a guy to Sunday was the day that we were hoping to go out and he doesn't actually work on Sundays, but uh, he, he was gracious enough to, to take us out oh, that's awesome. on that Sunday. Um, and yeah, he's been guiding since 1998 in the Everglades and but has been fishing his whole life there. Um, I think I remember him saying somebody, he's like somewhere in his mid 40s. So it's a lot of time on the water and. It, it was, really shows, and we'll we'll get there. But it was awesome. It was really, and I don't really even awesome. think I don't think Idas and Yuma, I don't think we've actually like told you anything about that day, really. So this is perfect. Uh, like, no. this is, yeah, uh, this is great. We're going to ask a lot of questions. 
Well, okay, I, baby. I just decided to tell you because it would have split your minds in half, especially you, Addis. But yeah, that's okay, easy. day one, we fly in. <laughs> Nighttime, we get there around I don't know, like what, like ten o'clock, something yep. like that. Yep. Um, and oh. <laughs> uh, we hop on the shuttle bus to Easy Rent, uh-huh. which is off the airport in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> yep. And um, first of all, that day, everybody was the nicest person in the world. I don't know what was going on, but like, I don't know. It's it was like the most successful customer service day yeah. ever. 10 o'clock on a it was Wednesday, Wednesday 10 o'clock <laughs> and you're at easy rent car rental in Fort Lauderdale away from the airport you're the last customer mm-hmm. and the person working behind the desk you're like they're gonna be a dick you know yeah I would get f- I get it <laughs> nicest person in the world nicest person in the world I he would. was just like talking about football I don't know shit about football and I'm just like yeah man the Dolphins man they're crazy in sports and he's just like so friendly and nice and like just happy guy I'm like this is this is awesome the guy that checked us in uh, <laughs> it, at Pearson was like super nice and yeah. super friendly the the I don't know everything it was kind of like you know meet the parents the first movie uh, <laughs> everything's going wrong when Ben Stiller's going to the thing you know and it's then the and then and then yeah, meet the Fockers. I think it was everything's going right, and they're like green yeah. lights, and and they're like this is weird. It was like that. Everything was just like perfect. <laughs> it was. I was it like, was. this is something's gonna happen here. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, actually, this is a brand new Mustang. Like we just got it. It has Sold. like two hundred miles on it. Smelled like new car. <laughs> smelled like it smelled like new car. And nice. we're just like, and the roof's just down. He's just like, here you go. I'm just like, done. Okay. Everything lights up in it like it's gonna crash fa- this like thing. It's too fast, too furious. <laughs> well, I was like, "What's with all these neon lights?" I was like, "This is awesome." <laughs> did, street, did you do any street racing? Oh um, man, um, we could have. It, it's nice. like a, a thing apparently because like everybody, I think they when they go to Miami, they rent convertible because yeah, like, they had a whole bunch of a lot. It's just like, so beautiful. Yeah, why else? Why would you rent anything else? A hundred percent, you know. So it's like that's why we did it. It was it was like a couple hundred bucks more than like a sedan, you know. So it's, it's like, like well, that's what an the hell? easy like, sell. Yeah. yeah, it was an easy sell at Easy Rent. Whoa. By the way, this is not sponsored by Easy Rent, but I will happily yes. recommend Easy Rent. <laughs> Especially that one fella. I wish I knew his name, but he was yeah. he was great. He was great. Um, John so yeah, yeah, we drove uh, from what Fort Lauderdale to uh, Miami Beach because we were staying kind of uh, mid beach. Yeah. Uh, mm. So uh, yeah, I mean, I love Miami. Yes. And like, I love it so much. I think it's a really, really great city. Obviously, I understand why people don't like might what are the be stipulations against it oh it's yeah. just like, oh, it's, it's like sti- i think it's like stereo the, the stereotype is the is like you know the 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 south beach tourist mm, trap thing right but this yeah. is a city Kinda of tacky tacky yeah, yeah right except for like it drove like uh you know art deco you know design for the longest time yeah. um you know it kind of was the poster child of 80s the, the 80s vibe like fashion yeah. and neon and whatnot mm. And it's a city of like almost seven million. Like it's very similar oh. to Toronto in terms of population. It's a lot of millions. And you know, it's very Latin. It's mm-hmm. very um, metropolitan. It's very cosmopolitan. Like I don't, I don't understand. I get, I get the stereotypes because of shows in the eighties or nineties or movies and stuff. But it's just not that place. And like, uh, yeah, sure, yeah, South Beach is definitely that place. It's like muscle cars and dudes on steroids but in a fun way and, but you know. it's also just well, kind of cool. kind of fun yeah you know i didn't feel tacky at all i never felt like yeah i didn't feel like <laughs> you didn't eh, feel you tacky know? i mean maybe other people have different experiences but to me it just felt like no this is kind of paradise it's a beautiful climate yeah. you know exactly. the buildings are cool looking yeah. there's like pink buildings i'm yep. like that's really cool and um and just yeah, yeah I don't know. it's cool and then yeah there's the other misconception is that miami is the beach it's not uh the beach is like like yeah. if you if you live in toronto and you can imagine toronto island you know picture a much larger island that's the beach so you actually there's like the mainland yeah. which is where downtown all the buildings more see that i didn't know shirt 
I didn't either. Seen on my shirt is, and then there's all the bridges that go to the Miami Beach. Oh, interesting. And Miami Beach is divided into North Beach, Mid Beach, and South Beach. South Beach, it's all North Beach is primarily like uh, vacation homes and residential. Yeah. Um, uh, Mid Beach is like kind of bougier. Like that's where we were staying. A lot of hotels. A lot of oh. uh, boutique hotels, yeah. smaller yeah. hotels. You guys are bougie. No, we stayed at the best Western Yuma. We, <laughs> but like, oh, okay. but like, the, but the vibe, the vibe there is like is smaller, yeah, boutiquey, like. Um, the Soho houses in Mid Beach, for example, nice right. place to mm. yeah, um, up. cocktail bars, nice restaurants, and then yeah. South Beach is like you know South Beach. It's party, party, clubs, yeah. um, Lamborghinis. My, Miami looks like Toronto, but without the CN Tower in a way. You know, like it's just like oh, the skyline, it's just a yeah, big, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, then yeah, yeah. the beach is like because I always thought oh, it's just a huge beach yeah the city behind it. Yeah, and yeah. it's not it's like there's a city and then a little bit over here there's this wicked beach you know and right. so that's on like kind of toronto Island, like all those things so um, hmm. yeah huge cuban you know obviously population lots of the big jewish community like just really cool mm-hmm. melange of people you know and everybody's mm-hmm. in a good mood because lots it's of canadians beautiful out. lots of canadians snowbirding it up yeah. and yeah, of course. uh of course. yeah it's a yeah. it's just an interesting vibe like I've, i went down there a lot for food and bev stuff and um, fell in love with it then, and and I still love it now. And uh, but yeah, we drove in, um, sent Yuma a bunch of pictures of the car because we blasting the that. tragically hip. <laughs> that was <laughs> you know, the highway, yeah. And then tragically we crossed the bridge Miami. over. And that's the other thing too. One one other thing about Miami and why we went partially is because Biscayne Bay. It is the city sits on a bay full of bonefish. Ooh. So you know, <laughs> like it's pretty cool. It's like if Toronto, if like the Lake Ontario was like a national you know, park. Yeah, because Biscayne, Biscayne Bay is a national park, yeah. which is really cool. So the access to what we love to do, you know, fishing is also amazing. So it, it is kind of like an urban fishery in a weird yeah. way, but for you know salt stuff. Um, yeah, but know, yeah, so. we um, yeah cruised into the Best Western um, <laughs> in our uh, convertible Mustang, got parked Bla- and everything, and it was probably a blasting like 11, Gordon 11, Downey, <laughs> yeah, blasting, exactly. blasting Downey in the hip, and uh, you know got our bags, and then we're like. We were just full of beans, you know? We were like, yeah. we, we were probably tired, but we're like, should we go out? And we're like, mm-hmm. yeah. And so I was like, let's yeah. go to the Broken Shaker. <laughs> so we hopped in an Uber and we went to the Broken Shaker cocktail bar. Um, and it was wicked. Such a nice patio. Cool old hotel, right, um, yep. Aldino? Yep. Yeah, it's I a, heard it's you wanted old... to... Oh. Oh. I was just going to say, I heard Mitch wanted to go there a few times to the Broken mm. Shaker. He was so... Oh, he we did go so there much. a few times. Yeah, <laughs> I've been to a lot of bars in Miami, and like, it, there's a lot of really great ones downtown. But being on the beach, you know, we were like, I was like, well, I don't want to go very far. So we went to, yeah, what it's it's won the best bar in America a couple times. It's it's predominantly outside, sure. which is cool. It's the mm, it's the, it's the lobby bar of the oh the, the free in, oh, there's yeah. a pool the out free, there and you know freehand yeah freehand. And, and Mitchie loves rum, mm. and so do I. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I like, I'll drink anything, but uh, this they've got really great rum cocktails, and like Amazing. it's cool. They've got like a garden outside. With all like the herbs they use in their food and the drinks and everything's yeah. just so fresh and like the patio is just full of big trees like palm yeah. trees and it's just a really great way to a fountain you know start that trip fountain. <laughs> yeah, super cool yeah. it's very refreshing and you can patio. smoke outside still yeah. <laughs> on patios so <laughs> yeah it's fucking awesome so drinking but, a daiquiri um, and having a Marlboro is like right on <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah we. That's what we did that night. We just had a few daiquiris. Uh, also, maybe the best dagger I've ever had. Like, just Daiquiri, I think also partly because of where we were and the mood and everything. But yeah, you know, it's making a great daiquiri. It's harder than you think, and they nailed it. Um, and then yeah, that was we we're like the sixth, and we went back to the hotel, crashed. 
Nice. And uh, got up the next for the day show. for the boat show. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we headed down to the boat show, and we'll we'll go quickly over the boat show stuff because really the big stuff was Fishing. there's a shitload of boats. Yep. They're <laughs> all a billion dollars. Yep. Uh, and uh, what a scene, though! Holy shit. <laughs> there's like handlers yeah. for rich people, and they're like. How about this one, sir? Like on the phone. And they're like, this one's a million five. And they're no, no, not expensive enough. I'll take two. Like, okay. Shit like that. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, this is definitely not the right place for us. But they had, you know, there was lots of cool boat brands, things like that. Check out. Um, and then, of course, Costa. So we went by the Costa Village. Oh, man. Is yeah. what it was called because it was this huge footprint outside. Yeah. They had this big tent. Looked so cool. Kick plastic trailer where they're giving water bottles out and all that stuff and and we met some of the coastal people of course firstly joe and hannah who it's so great to meet them in person it's just yes. different when you communicate online all the time yeah as soon as you see someone in person it's like oh you guys are awesome yeah you yeah know? no that was sweet yeah the, what would they call it was like the conservation deck or something and um mm. like uh they all the you know they work obviously it's a big saltwater sunglass brand so they do a lot of saltwater clean water initiatives yeah. like King kick plastic and captains for clean water and all this stuff and it was cool it was cool meeting those two and it was just like cool seeing all that it was like well, and and Le- leah um to talk about um oh yes yeah, yeah. you know like all the community uh, engagement and conservation do. efforts they're doing because because yeah. she was really really interesting and we talked for a long time about um just particularly plastics and environmental stuff and sustainability and um, yeah, so that was cool. So that how was did, great. How and did it compare to like the Toronto boat show and stuff? Pretty much the same, but just bigger just and bigger kind boats. of way more saltwater. Yeah, stuff, of course. Obviously. Way yeah. nicer boat. Like there was also like a whole yacht village that we didn't go to. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. It's the like biggest it's, boat show in the world. You don't need to do yeah. that to yourself. It is. It. it we could it. We couldn't go. You have to have a you VIP have to have a special ticket. Ooh. Ticket. Like you have to be able to afford the boats that. They're yeah. Because <laughs> it was the super yacht. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Super yacht. That's pretty cool. Oh. This was, boat show yeah. generates $1.9 billion dollars worth of sales in those four days. That's pretty wild. A lot of people were there. $2 billion, do- basically $2 billion. I mean, is that a lot? How much, do, how much does a big boat cost? I mean, $2 billion a dollars billion in four dollars. days? Kind of sounds like a lot. <laughs> Just two boats? <laughs> like half a million a dollars? They sold four boats? I mean, but yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe there's some uh, under-the-table boat selling going Ooh, on. Ooh, spicy. It is it is crazy. That's like, pretty that wild. People are going there and spending that much money. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. I mean, um, you'd, I guess you'd only have to sell 10 $100 million yachts to get to <laughs> Exactly. That's dollars. what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> we sold 10. Is, nice. Is, is there a $100 million yacht? Probably. I'm sure yes, there is. Probably, There's a, sure. I'm Googling it right now. Five most expensive <laughs> But uh, would it yachts. be at the boat show? Probably not. There's maybe. one. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. At the super yacht thing. We'll never know. We're not rich enough. There's yeah. one not in Dubai. Yet. There's not one yet. in Dubai. <laughs> it's 531 foot yacht for 400 million. Okay. Oh, that's not bad actually. So that's like that's like less than 100 million per foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Good deal. That's a, that's called, a good deal. There's Jesus, one called the History go. Supreme is 4.8 billion. Unless History that's, Supreme. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a tenacious D song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, okay. Cool. I love okay. it. But yeah, so the Costa thing went really well. We actually got to meet um, some guides as well. We got to That's meet awesome. the guys from Los Locos, uh, Mag, Mag Bay, those yeah, psychos that do the, the, the Marlin, Marlin yeah. on the Fly, um, yeah. which is really cool. And I, and uh, then we met Benny, Benny Blanco, who was there from yeah. the Jets. And, Sorry. and we got to uh, we got to you know kind of set up our day for Sunday, and that that got me really stoked. I was like, oh yeah, well yeah, but then also they were like. You guys want to go on a boat ride tonight? Yeah. We're like, yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, oh okay. that was that was the coast. And then we boat. go up for dinner. We're like, that yeah. was the coast boat. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. what a boat! So, 
so that's it. They're like, come on out. So we go back to the hotel. We actually went and chilled on the beach for a while nice. uh, because we wanted to get just a little, a little bit, bit of, of sun beach time. time. A little yeah. Bit. Be- right there. Be- so we chilled on the beach for a bit and then hopped in the car, went down to South Beach to the marina. And uh, yeah, co- they had this huge contender. Um, I can't remember the model exactly. XP27. It was, it's a big old, it was a- you know, offshore fishing championship boat kind of thing. Nice. Yeah. You know, designed with the outriggers and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and the big, you know, like tower where there's the console, like three floors up into the thing. And the, the crazy sweet fishing there. boat. It yeah, had, like bait belt, bait wells, and it, it had huge. triple four fifties on it. This thing could <laughs> probably really move. <laughs> oh yeah, freaking rocket. Um, but everyone was, was really nice. It was it was thirty two foot, something like that, something like that. But yeah, Beautiful if you, uh, I sent you guys this video the other day. But if you watch Costa's film, um, uh, they have this series of that highlight different fish. And it's like hooked on like, redfish, hooked oh, on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then, but if you watch the hooked on marlin one in the yes. back half of that, yes. there's, it's all about Miami. Oh, sorry, yeah. not marlin sailfish. Yeah. Um, which how cool would that be? Yeah, you sent that, that shot at right? the beginning with the fin oh, just like flopping in the yeah, yeah. current is so amazing. Anyway, um, that's what this boat is, and there's a team that runs it, and Costa wraps the boat with uh, you know like a Costa graphic, but sponsors the team. This, yeah, this team is like. Uh, the I can't remember exactly who each person was, but one of the women on there was talking about how they with Joe was like she was talking about how they do, you know, their fishing championships and stuff. And she's just the way she was explaining. I'm like, this is intense. Yeah, there's lines everywhere and it's like throwing hooks and like oh, oh that video like, looks insane. Yeah, the way yeah. Like, when there's like there's like, the the four, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, there's yeah. Like four, there's like there's like you've got six trawlers in, which is like a big spread to yeah. get them in, and then there's guys on the on the spinning rods and then you're yeah, hooking yeah. them on the spinning rods and it's it's like yeah it's like this little choreographed it's like this choreographed dance Just with sharp so things cool. everywhere and then they were telling us about how they got they, they raise they ca- like catch and raise and ca- take care of their bait yeah, it's a yeah. whole it was other like, thing. Just a half an hour she was ta- I really wish I remember her name but she worked for Contender the boat yeah. brand and um uh and it's like just, they're flying mullet and they're storing it in yeah. tanks and like just the amount of it work is it's yeah. it's pretty wild. She's like, yeah, we want our pens to be here in the marina because it's got a little bit more current than over here and the fish, <laughs> the bait last long. It was like this whole yeah, this whole it's other a whole other world, world of fishing. Yeah. You know, fishing. Like, you know? like if if you're like yeah, you, oh you fish and they they were like, well, how do you do this? I'd be like, I have actually no idea. I mean, I know there's a hook involved. <laughs> yeah, but everything else is like you know, so it's cool. I mean, it's like really a yeah. different way of life and the other crazy thing about this boat ride was at the dock this was the first time mitch got introduced to a tarpon yeah i'm just standing next to the boat eight of um, them underneath the boat oh yeah (laughs) we're standing just talking and then i just like looking at the boat and i see eyes looking at me and and i'm like oh "Oh, no there's a freaking thing and he's like dude that's a tarpon and then joe's like oh look on the other side of the boat so we walk around there's just like eight massive tarpon just sitting in the just chilling. Just looking for and then snacks. there's a kid putting his hand in the water. I'm like, no. He's <laughs> about to get eaten. It was, uh, he's going to get yeeted by a tarpon. It was, uh, and then actually at one point he kind of did. A tarpon came out and splashed. I was like, oh my God. They were like huge. Yeah, there was like fish. one, well, was there's sick. a couple in the like 80 to 100 pound range underneath the boat. It was just chilling. Like, pretty sick. It kind of set the bait. scene for the weekend. Yeah, for real. But yeah, it was but really cool. We, we hopped on. The boat, the sun was setting. It literally looked like this scene, the Miami yeah. Vice scene on my shirt here. And we like, just did the Miami Bay kind of cruise on this boat with these with these wonderful people, and and then went to dinner and had some drinks and made some various foods and nice. went to bed. 
Sounds like a and then, cute uh, evening. Yeah. It's really nice. It was it was wicked. It was an awesome evening. And the next day, we kind of did the same thing in terms of just went to the boat show. And, uh. and then relocated to um, Coconut Grove, mm. which Coconut Grove is a neighborhood in Miami, mm-hmm. um, a little further from where we were on Mid-Beach. Uh, beautiful neighborhood again. And we went there because we were going to meet up with Ross, Dr. Ross. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, we checked to do our hotel in Coconut Grove. And if you're going to go to Miami, I highly suggest Coconut Grove because... It was Agreed. sick. It was beautiful. It was nice. What made it, uh, like, how was it different than uh, mid, mid, yeah. mid beach, middle beach? Um, so it's kind of quiet okay. in a good way. It's like suburb And then suburby sort of. Mm. And then not, but not really because the thing is where our hotel was, it just felt nice and peaceful. There. You know, there's crickets and things. Right. But then you drive five minutes to, I guess, where all the bars and restaurants are. And um, it's sort of like, it's good. I don't know, just. It's like a, almost, it's almost a pedestrian only kind of area. Yeah. Okay. It feels right. almost like the distillery district Ooh, in a way. I like that. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Like that. Uh, streets and lights and. Really cool, really, really nice restaurants and nice. bars and stuff. And we went to yeah. this awesome um, Cuban place um, called, called Chug's Diner. Was it, they, they, they ran out a really nice old diner and. It's lit. And we Very stayed there good. all night talking bonefish with Ross. We literally spent three hours of dinner just talking about bonefish and Biscayne yeah. Bay, which was really, really cool because we got to see, you know, eventually the next day we got to do it. So it was a cool little, like, primer. And also we, mm. like, talked about, like, oh, how to, how to get licenses, which license to get. And, right, yeah. right, right. and just caught up and, you know. I met Ben, met Ross in person for the I first time. I met Ross in person. It was super show. fun. Like, it was, he's a really great dude. Ross is sick. Yeah. He's <laughs> hilarious. He's a really cool dude. Name of my yeah, favorite. Yeah, he definitely. Favorite reel. Even though I've never used the Ross reel, but they're so cool looking. Okay, I'll shut up. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta meet, you gotta meet Doctor Ross because he's awesome, and and uh, I'm sure he will. Like, I'm sure we're gonna go back or have him up here and do something because he's uh, he's fun. He's a fun guy. Continue talking. And, I, uh, I've been holding in my pee for a long. I really gotta go pee. Sorry. Oh, please, you on the go. All right, see you later, man. We'll wait. Everybody sit oh, in silence. Turn, don't you don't take your microphone with you. you to, yeah, please. Like, turn, on, <laughs> turn your camera off. Like I turned his camera off. Are you peeing on the floor? <laughs> right on, right on. Um, so yeah, we hang out with Ross, and the next day we meet up with him at uh, a boat launch uh, on Biscayne, and uh, he's got a skiff there ready to go. How, and, uh, how far is this from? Yeah. Like, was this right in Coconut Grove? It was about twenty minutes 20 from minutes, where maybe? our hotel. Oh, cool. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, like just at the boat launch. Yeah. But, but yeah. I mean, we were yeah, we were about five minute walk from the ocean. The when ocean, we were in Coconut yeah, Grove. Nice. Like Coconut Grove is basically on the water. Nice. Yeah, like we've we yeah. spent we spent all night you know drinking, chatting, laughing, talking, fishing, and then. <laughs> we're, we're like okay we're gonna get an uber he's like okay man he he takes his bike which wasn't locked by the way yeah <laughs> just no. hops on it and rides off into the night and, just like, <laughs> yeah. and i was like man he's cool you know <laughs> he's like he's first of all he's like Ross. jacked he's yeah. super good looking uh yeah. he's you know i think younger than me and yeah, lives on a sailboat. and lives on a sailboat studying awesome. bonefish and permit yeah it sounds pretty good yeah. and single? he's just like no obviously no, of course not <laughs> Like, that kind of catch catch of a lifetime. I mean, huh? the, I love how he hopped on his little bike and with he just no like lock and he just dipped into the darkness. Like, see you boys later, and we're like, well, he's like, see you cool. at the boat ramp, and we're like, yeah, wow, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was um, awesome. But uh, so that was really cool, and then yeah, we 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 drove to because that's he was back. Why we're in Coconut Grove is that's where his the marina is where his sailboat is anchored. But mm, we yeah. were on his skiff the mm-hmm. next day. Like obviously we're not fishing from the sailboat. No, so no, no. he met no. us um, at a marine, a different marina um, with his, with his, uh, well, I mean, it's his, it's his polling deck, you know, te- yeah. technical polling skiff, but it's his lab. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's like his like work boat. Right. You know? Work boat. Yeah. So, so that's just like know. that's his research boat. It's, it's very science feeling. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like it's, it's kind of a little beaten up because of all the, all the science spots he's gone to and science he's science. Yeah. Science uh, you know. you know. Oh, <laughs> out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely can. <laughs> in a big way. He's in the ocean in yeah. like a I don't know what fifteen. It was not. That's the other skiff, thing. Not a big boat. This oh. is a smaller skiff. One of the smaller skiffs I've ever been on. Right. Like Yilma, oh. I would say it's probably like Same as eight, six to eight feet shorter than Prince's boat mm. in the Bahamas. Yeah, it's just like a, it's just a little, it's just a little boat that he bombs yeah. out on the ocean, and so yeah, a lot could go wrong on the ocean. Yeah. But um, it was awesome because because. It was uh, it was you know quick enough and and he's like I got some cool spots to go check out we're gonna look for obviously bonefish but snook yeah. as well and you know although oh. and I had never caught a snook so we're like that's cool yeah. I love how they and look. um and it was just so nice of him to basically just donate his, his time, time and pull us around yeah. in wind yeah that's right because it got windy later on oh yeah. yeah he got just pulled us around all day it was friggin' awesome and then got very specific references like. Uh, we were quoting Arrested Development, and he was he got it. I'm like, all right, Ross, you're, you're in. I like you're you, in. Ross. He's a cool, he's a cool <laughs> he likes Trailer Park Boys. Shit like that, you know, like <laughs> Reg- regular human being. He was he was yeah. definitely definitely could be part of the crew. Um, but yeah, we you know Mitch alluded to it, but this was not I would say a day that normally you would go fishing on the flats. Just because we wait. Um, it was and windy. He was kind of worried about that too. It, it was like, windy oh, and it was fine. overcast. Mm, yeah, um, not ideal. Uh, Obviously, we don't really care. Like, uh, and he he did have a few mangrovey, sp- like sheltered spots that we could go try and find some snook, which eventually, of course, we did. Yeah. But yeah, we got to fish. We were on Biscayne Bay. Like, you could, if it was a sunny day, we could have seen the Miami skyline, um, you know, from from the bay, which is really cool. And Biscayne Bay is a national park. It's uh. It, <laughs> not uh i'm just i'm just trying to think like it's in miami it's just it like cov- a huge it, sort of felt like a huge flat in a way mm. but it's not all one obviously depth yeah. but it kind of feels like that you're sort of just like you drive you bomb out onto the ocean right like it's a bay yeah. of course but you it's you're just going out yeah and then it's just like all of a sudden you're on a huge huge flat and it's just like this is where oh interesting we would fish of course it was windy so it was tough but you know, um, so, yeah, it was it was a mix of that and protected mangroves where we could find fish and yeah. Yeah, right. so I'm just for quick stats, I just pulled up. Ninety five percent of the park is in the water, mm. <laughs> and right. also uh, a huge mangrove um, forest. Mm. Uh, and the park is about seven hundred square kilometers. Um, it is weird, like the forest you mentioned, because yeah, we yeah. pulled kind of into that ish, mm-hmm. and it's like, wait a second, yeah, like Miami's just like there, yeah. and this is this this massive mangrove force you really feel like you're out in the middle of nowhere but i forgot that we were basically in miami that's yeah. cool it is super it is, cool yeah. and it's a it's a shelter for so many types of fish and like the bottom is it's it, it's there's it's the other thing that was super interesting that i found right away was like we you know we started the day fishing like kind of like i would say more tannic water with like grass bottom and mud yeah and then you get on like rock and coral and then there's also yeah. like oh, cool. sand like the variety of um that's cool. It's, it's yeah. type hydrology, topography, I guess. Topography? Yeah. I got yeah. the right word here. But yeah. then there's like, and there's, you know, crocodiles and sea turtles and manatees yeah. and like Mitch saw his first manatee and like that yeah. was pretty you saw cool. Man- this this yeah. is the first time I'm hearing about this. You saw manatee, dude? Right at the dock. <laughs> oh <laughs> I saw my many God. manatees. 
we saw a ton. Like it was awesome. Many cool. many manatees. Yeah, it was cool. So and then it, of course there's bonefish, permit, tarpon, jack, redfish, snook, uh, all the coral reef fish. Like you yeah. know, tons of yeah. types of birds, osprey, eagles. Like this is a you know this is a yeah legendary wilderness in the shadow of a major city. Is it no? Yeah. Is it a state park or is it? It's a, a national, national park. park. It's a national. It's a national park. park. It's a federal. Right. Yeah. Okay. So does it get Biscayne like? Bay. Did, did you? Are there other people going in there just for recreation? Like, yeah, just for boating around. Cause you yeah, would, people would, are just boating around. Yeah, like in kayaks and like paddleboards and stuff. Everything, uh, didn't, everything. Didn't see those, but I'm sure there. It was a shitty day. There. I'm sure we'd have seen more sure, people sure, yeah. Saturday. But like, yeah. yeah, it's you know, there's a lot of marinas that dot you know access. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like That's I said, cool. 95 percent of the park is water. So to enjoy it, you would probably have to have some sort of boat. Some sort of buoyancy. Yeah. Yeah, and there's sharks and rays and like, it's the I ocean. wouldn't there's exactly recommend you know. swimming there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, uh, yeah. But uh, or even well, you could wade, I guess. If uh, definitely spots, but still, yeah. you need a boat. Yeah, definitely yeah. need a boat. That's cool. But yeah, we started off in the morning, and um, you know, we like we said, we pulled into the mangrove forest and started looking for. Um, we spotted some bones, but uh, they were always kind of like going away from the boat or mm. just too far away spooky. or something. Yeah. They were really spooky. But um, you know, we started um, looking for snook. Came up on some mangroves. I want to hear the snook story. Well, I mean, there's a few, but one of them was, was um, a, uh, we spotted some huge snook. Huge. Like, oh, sh-. try to make some casts at them, and they kind of spooked and went into the mangroves. And anyway, we heard them feeding, and they were like, damn, that's big, you know? So we were like trying to get them, but I ended up hooking a small snook, just like a, I don't know, 15, 16 something inch, something like that. Yeah. Um, so a very small snook, and uh, it was super cool because I was like, never caught a snook before. and Maybe a good first snook because I was able to just release it quickly and not have to stress about this thing's huge. It's gonna eat my arm. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, got it out and got it out of the boat, and then uh, yeah, we had some more shots at some pretty big snook, but uh, couldn't quite get them. They were tucked into the mangroves. Mm. But you could see them; it was like, so cool. They're like crashing yeah. the the they were crashing the bait. Yeah, or yeah. Whatever like the fuck they were eating. They were making like, a mess. Yeah, yeah, it was just like. Oh, like in cool. the mangroves, it was Where so Ross cool. Ross is like, oh, shit, that's I love a big that shit. Fish. I love that it's sound. Like, you kind of see splashes in the woods, yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't like, really whoa. cast it to, to them. Eh? I don't think. Nah. I don't know. Yeah. Even if you had conventional gear, you couldn't. Like they were literally underneath the in trees. trees. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah, in yeah. the trees. Like yeah. it was like. So I guess it was sick. Was it like, like pretty cool. Yeah. So they're eating like whatever baits going coming by the trees. Or mullet. What about the crabs falling from the mangroves? Crabs. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, you got to remember too, like underneath, like. Uh, uh, underneath a mangrove like their roots are like you know a tangled yeah. web mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. amazing structure for bait fish to hide in right yeah, so yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that as the tide was receding they were having to leave those sheltered places and the snook were just like Boof. waiting for them with a little bib on <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> knife and fork knife and fork yeah exactly yeah. here we go <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first snook I saw when I was on the bow was huge I was like Huge. It reminded me of like those big dumb black drum yeah. in Texas. It was just like lazily. And I thought that's what it was. I was like, oh my god. Or when you see a, a huge pike or musky. Yes. You know, you're like, whoa, that's a big fish. Yeah. It looked like a big musky. You're like, that's like a freaking forty inch fish. And you know, yeah. She- like, Shelly and I are going out huge. this year from for pike. That's for sure. I'm gonna get her her f- oh, first nice, pike. Yeah. Anyways, just an yeah, aside. Pike. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it like kind of felt like that because you're just like, whoa, big fish, and you try to cast at it really quick, and then it's like, it takes off. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, holy shit. Um, so it was like that for the afternoon. Cool. Fun and thing then, um, that we learned was yeah. that 
well, Ida's Yoma and, uh, you know, Ida's right. very first trip with us in Mexico, we were trying to catch snook and we were seeing pretty big ones yep. on the beach yeah, in, yeah. in Tulum um, or Boca Pila, I guess. And we would have lost every single one of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Why? Because this is my Because despite not having teeth mm-hmm. or like, you know, big, sharp, pike-like yeah. teeth or barracuda-like teeth, um, <laughs> the inside of their mouth is very abrasive. And you like have a, to like use... Like a bass, I guess, right? But and you have to use... Even that paper. small one, Mitch, like we were on 20 pound and yeah. even that 16 inch fish really frayed Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... We, one tiny fish. I got it in and it was like, whoa, like it, it was like this line's about to break any second. Yeah, we right, got to right. change. Like, we got to change it up. So yeah, you have to have at least 30 pound fluoro mm-hmm. so they don't cut the line. So yeah, we yeah. us using whatever 15 pound tapered leader we were using in Tulum, we would have yeah. got owned immediately. You would have been frustrated because you'd been like, what the hell's happening? Like, why? Yeah, it's like, that's yeah, why. Why are we breaking it's, off? It's crazy. <laughs> like afraid it yeah. was. It was so afraid. Wild. But they're so cool looking. Like Mitch, when you landed yeah. that one, like, oh, it was I love so snake. sick. Like the big black Silver lateral line, line, like the, yeah. yellow, yeah. the yellow. Yeah. Oof. Kind of flat head in the, you know. And they are very yeah. bass-like in, yeah. um, the way they fight, or okay. at least that small one, you know. Qu- question: Ooh, You know, you know how redfish when you when you get them, they kind of just like, you know, freeze. freeze? Yeah. With snook, is it hard yeah. hard to, or are they? I would say it's kind of the same, same but yeah. not like quite like you a redfish. Redfish really do freeze, but <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. Redfish yeah, freeze, they, and they actually they do drum. They go like right. They like purr like a cat. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I remember <laughs> <laughs> no, so they, they, they're, this is just like a bass. But just yeah. they get huge, right? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. that's it. It was very reminiscent of like smallmouth fishing or something. Oh, I love well, especially that. especially in those mangroves, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as the day went on, we uh, like Mitch said, the wind really kicked up. We got sun, which was good because you can spot fish. But bad thing is we got like crazy wind. Hmm. Yeah, but Ross took us to like a flat out, like way out, and it was cool because we're just like basically out in the middle of nowhere. And he's pulling us into the wind. We're like, man, thank you, because it was a lot of work. And mm. we were hoping to spot a big pot of bonefish. I know because he said he they were there before, the day before, and it didn't, yeah, unfortunately, of course, he was out like scouting the day before and stuff. And I was like, damn, but fortunately, it didn't happen. But um, it was cool. We did then, see a big permit. Yes, Ooh. big permit. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Saw a big permit. Like not there wasn't like a fishable shot at it. It just like was swimming by it like a million miles an hour. Yeah. But it was big. It was pretty. Wow. Cool to see that. That's cool. Yeah. Like, hey, what's going on, boys? <laughs> man, I'm yeah, getting like, so. Right. Every time you say permit, yeah, I just on, I'm looking at Tarpon K's, you know, uh, Facebook yeah. page, and like every shot is a Dude, permit. They, They're crushing permit right now. Yeah. I follow yeah. Ernest, your mm-hmm. buddy who guides a Tarpon K. They yeah. landed 27 permit this week. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> okay. That's crazy. <laughs> That's so sick. So sick. But yeah, it was cool. It was just cool. Like I was like, this is the legendary Biscayne Bay. This is where Flip Pallet and yeah, Lefty Crane, all those dudes where this the a lot of the sport was pioneered. You know, so like it was really cool. And also, yeah. it was also you know. You know, nothing to sugarcoat here. Biscayne Bay is, um, you know, that's why the Bonefish Tarpon Trust exists pretty much is to save these waters. And yeah, but Ross was really like uh, he had a really optimistic outlook. He's mm. like, the bone fishing's better than it has been in the last couple of years. We see yeah. them come, we see them and the permit coming back to the flats. And he's like, you know, through the tagging program that, that they're doing, they can track their movements and stuff and mm-hmm. try to get a better sense of where they're going and where they spawn and yada, yada and stuff. So, so he tracked one that went from Biscayne all the way to Andros wow. and back. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. So what, what's yeah. what's the what's like what's the big threat to them then? There's industry loss of habitat, uh, the typical I think, stuff. I think there's a bunch of stuff because it's like you know because we've asked Rossus and it's like yeah development, but then it's just sort of like because of where it is and the world, it's like I don't know climate change, fishing, yeah. uh, shit going on in the ocean, sure, sure. like. Uh, I don't know if they fully know exactly it's like this specific thing. It's sort of like people. I don't know, look at the world, you know, yeah. like and they happen to live in a place that's affected by like if you do something over here, that's probably gonna sure, affect sure. this cane yeah. and blah blah blah. So um yeah. but yeah, listen Stop to episode one twenty three, twenty eight, one of those for Ross's episode because he took goes into way more depth about it. But I think they're trying to sort of yeah, just track where they go, what they do, so they get a better understanding of mm-hmm. um mm-hmm what they like mm. and then they could be like well what's biscayne not offering and right yeah, yeah that kind of thing yeah the big thing the big like the most publicized battle or the most public even something you'd see on cbc news are the red tides so mm. you know, very you know yeah uh, bacteria filled water seemingly happening a lot over the last few years main problem with that is that the water table starts at lake okeechobee i think mm. i'm pronouncing that right it's where a lot of the fresh water um that then filters through the Everglades and into Biscayne and Florida Bay um, is coming. There's a lot of industry that works there and they are warming the water too hot. And then and so there's the, it causes algae blooms and, and that fil- filters all the way back down to the bay, right? Right, right, right. That's what causes those red tides. That's part of the problem with the red tide. So I definitely, Mitch, totally right. Like that it's a million different things. But that seems yeah. to be the most publicized thing that they're fighting against. It's the one like seems Red to be tide, what they yeah. can like rally behind, right? right. So, well, it's like yeah, it's like unignorably like look at this, de- all these dead fish. Yeah, you know, like this is obviously really bad, mm-hmm. um, and it seems to be happening a lot over the last few years. Like it's happening right now in. Uh, um, near um, Na- Naples, I think yeah. they had some red tide. Captain's Clean Water just posted about it, and they're fighting right now because there's a big fish kill. So. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Mm. Which yeah. sucks because you see that fish kill and you're just like, fuck, you know, those mm-hmm. cute little redfish. I know. You know, oh, yeah, like, it's, it's so sad. Like, they're so sweet. It's not good. <laughs> yeah. Redfish are so sweet. But- and of course, there's <laughs> a huge knock on effect that lasts years and years when something like that happens, right? Like, kill all those fish. It's like, it, you don't notice change. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's back the next year. It's like, no, that's like, those, some of those fish are 12, 20 years old, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. it takes a long time to, like, regrow. <laughs> Uh, an ecosystem yeah. once you <laughs> yeah. torque it. So it's like, yeah, this is obviously generationally a problem, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that being said, yeah, he's very is, he's very optimistic about the bonefish and the permit. You know, that's what he studies all the time, and and that's and good. so he's, he's he's he thinks that uh, yeah, yeah, he thinks like the changes that the that the BTT and Captains for Clean Water and and all, and some governmental groups are you know uh, making are are working so that's cool. and we're definitely going to get into this more with benny when we get him on the show he's a busy man but we want to get benny on the show to talk and about the specifically the everglades and all of this because he's Sorry. dedicating his life right now to like fighting uh you know for the everglades and like the problems that the glades are facing so yeah there's a lot to it um and some specific companies that are uh being pieces of shit yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah we can we can get into that more when we get benny on but uh but yeah, hopeful. Ross is doing some interesting stuff, and obviously, um, Bullfish Sharp and Trust. You know, I mean, like these types of organizations. Obviously, there's a lot of work to do, and it's like just tagging fish is like, geez, like that's yeah. a huge effort, mm-hmm. you know. And that's one part of the pie. But yeah, um, try to take yeah. a you know a science based, a, a, a well balanced yeah. approach to to conservation. Like, 
yeah. science-based. And then obviously there's all the politics involved of getting bills passed and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah. it's a lot for sure, but it's a really yeah. special place. And I'm glad we really got to cool. see Biscayne Bay because that is a big yeah. part of fly fishing history is, is, is right there, right yeah. in Miami, which is really, really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I get, you get it when you see it. It's like, yeah, there's. Yeah. How could you great, not great enjoy place. this? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. guys just, you know, and even just, you know, um, families yeah. with their kids like fishing, yeah, fishing from fish, shore, fishing near from the shore yeah. you know and like yeah. taking pictures of manatees like what a what a what an awesome pelicans, pelicans. you know we, we go back to yeah. the docks and the pelicans are waiting for <laughs> oh yeah aldo to feed them bait you know of course we don't have any bait but they swim right up to you and they're just like aldo started throwing them air and they were just like bah, bah. Pretty funny. like opening their mouths every throw <laughs> any flamingos awesome. uh no no but we did see flamingos. a harriet spoonbill which is a, yeah. another pink it looked like a flamingo. Filter flying. Um, Aldo's like, is that a flamingo? Ross is like, that's a Harriet Spoonbill. It was like pink, bright pink bird. It looked just like a flamingo flying. Sounds like a really flamingo. Cool. That's cool. It, I think it was, I think Ross was right, but it was. Uh, no, because they have cool. those spoonbills in Texas. Right. That's right. So yeah. I was like, right. Spoonbill. Really cool looking pink, bird. A pink animal is pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. fuchsia. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, really cool. But yeah, shout out to Ross. Thank you so much for taking. It was us a out. lot that of work uh, in uh, that wind, and I, I bet you, if work. we had if we had better conditions, we would have. Fucking, oh yeah, but sure. it was really cool to see, and like, and you it know, was super. It could have been easy to bail on a day like that, mm. and he didn't, and it's really appreciated. Yes. And congrats, Mitchie, on your first snook. Yes, Yay. thank you, boys. Thank you so much. We'll have Ross up here, and we'll. I mean, we don't have polling skills. We could drive him around yeah. in a boat. <laughs> uh, we'll do something. We'll kind of, uh, kind of tarpon. I mean, he had we'll it on. So I guess that's, we'll roam on that's the drift first, too. Sorry what? to interrupt. He said he's talking about first snook, but I mean, technically, kind of right. had a first tarpon. That's the next not day. Yet. We're not even not there yet. yet. Oh, my God. Jeez. It's only one o'clock. All right. That was Biscayne, Yelma. Uh, but then the next day, <sighs> Yelma, we, <laughs> we caught up and went to the Everglades. And, uh, Took the the Mustang through uh, Everglades National Park, which is uh, an incredible place. Obviously, it's known for its um, intense biodiversity, mm-hmm. and uh, you really feel it when you're driving through. You see trees that you know you kind of expect to see in a place right. like that—very very jungly yeah. trees. And of course, you know you're driving in, and we saw the sun come up because we left very early. And uh, as the sun's coming up over Everglades National Park, you see signs like deer careful deer crossing signs yeah but it's like a panther it's like look out don't hit panthers yeah. it's like what <laughs> so i was like oh geez like this is pretty cool place yeah did um, you see any panthers but yeah we got to the yeah there's we didn't see oh. any but there's I guess you wouldn't they're see there them. yeah that's right exactly it was cool man it was a really cool yeah. place um <laughs> saw a mosquito felt very nostalgic oh, and cute. happy you know because of course winter's here in yeah, Ontario I got so I bitten, like, yay mosquito I got bitten by some mosquitoes and then the other thing that was cool is like <laughs> as we're driving through you start seeing signs for you know little access points mm-hmm. and campgrounds and like ones like Hell's Bay and all yeah, the, and you like start recognizing all these you know Hell's Bay boat works famous names you know names of and then a lot of the names Hell's Bay, of course, was started by Flip. It was a boat company started by Flip Pallet, who pioneered fishing in the Everglades, of course. Uh, well, one of the pioneers. Maybe he is the pioneer of the Everglades. Yeah, I mean, we got to, like, the marina and hopped on the boat with Benny, and, and he's like, we thought we were going to go kind of into the Everglades, like, through the channels and, like, go fish in. Uh, but he's like, ah, he's like, we're going to do that, but 
the fishing it looks the conditions look so good out there and he just points to the ocean he's like we have to go there if you guys are down we're like dude we're down for whatever yeah like, we're like we're gonna be like no let's go into the no like, i don't want to go in the no ocean. Gu- no guy that's been fishing ocean. here for 40 years <laughs> yeah. this is what we want to do yeah he's like okay let's go so we he he that's when he's like this is florida bay this is where saltwater fly fishing was invented um like this is where it started yeah and he's like the first snook on a fly the first tarpon on a fly first like, bonefish on a fly he's like yeah the first bonefish on the cloud caught 200 feet right there and i was yeah, like what like, <laughs> the first of everything saltwater fly fishing was like in florida bay mm-hmm. so i was like damn that's, that's really cool. cool it was cool yeah yeah because we got to fish tarpon for our first my first time in the place that it was uh first done by uh yeah people like flip pallet so um <laughs> okay. Well, immediately oh, roll up on. Uh, well, I mean, Benny brings us out to. Uh, yeah, honestly, we left the we we got in the boat and in the bay in the sorry in the yeah at the marina. marina. There's fucking tarpon everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, can't fish in here. And we're like, oh, okay. But he's like, but that's cool, right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's cool, right? <laughs> and he's like, hey, let's go. And he takes us to this flat. He just goes to this flat, and he's just like, all right, just look for pink pink tails because yeah. the tarpon when they're in that water turn they their fins turn pink why is that from the like, shrimp like really pink because they are camouflaging to just the sand and the right, light right. colored water mm-hmm. and so they they just turn that kind of hue um which is really cool and then when you find them out in like the keys they're like silver right. and you find them in like you know if you go to um a different spot they're really dark you mm. know and here the they're green, like big darker green bags. yeah yeah the dark green this these are just like pink and you know really light yeah um but they start it's crazy the first time you see a 80 pound tarpon just kind of like come out of the water like that like scoop some air into its mouth they're like oh shit and benny's like he's like you should be scared he's like you're gonna die i'm like i know i will i'm totally going to (laughs) and i'm like this is so i'm like this is insane i'm so sorry but he is hyping up the whole like you yeah. know like this is a you're fighting a fish as big as you almost and it's like yeah it's gonna be you're gonna it's, die. it's scary you know it's good scary it's the yeah. kind of like yeah we go fish like little size 20 dry flies for little tiny brookies it's like you know there's like absolutely not you know nothing to fear but then when you see a fridge come out of the water and wink at you <laughs> and benny's like cast at that you're like what <laughs> it's like okay yeah, it was, but that's what i did it just launched sick. yeah and it was like oh i mean benny knows amazing. so much about everything and he's so stoked yeah. still you know like the that little like crazy passion that yeah the passion for just going out for a day's fishing is very his, also his boat is sick and it's a yeah, hell's bay skiff. and it was beautiful boat and beautiful. uh really well maintained and he's just super knowledgeable and super passionate and um so super just nice. to frame the day there it was just like a constant every two seconds like learning yeah he's just constantly teaching us about what they're doing why they're doing it where we are all that stuff mm. which is amazing it's exactly what you know you'd hope for mm-hmm. um and uh, i gotta, I gotta yeah, meet this benny just, yeah everybody should if yeah. <laughs> somehow yeah. like everyone um, meet benny <laughs> so yeah we're we you know we anchor up mitch hits the 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 bow were literally surrounded by tarpon like you were like on a pod of like 400 fish a lot of fish you know from like 30 pounds to 100 to over 100 pound fish leaping out of the water like 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 a like a bass four feet like a bass going after a dragonfly like just just fucking every everywhere so now what what are they Um, eating when they're like this mullet 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 
Mm-hmm. So bay yeah. fish. Yeah. So that's what we were. Fit, that's what we were. Just um, torquing twelve inch mullet. So who? who uh, but it's wild. Did you see any it, sharks wanting to attack those tarpon? A tarpon? Yeah. No. No way. They can't the catch a tarpon. They can't catch a hundred pound tarpon. Oh shit. No. Not fast enough, man. Not fast enough, man. Or powerful. Like, these fish are super they're powerful. The size of sharks. These fish are like six feet yeah, long. Yeah, the size of sharks. You know, like okay. five feet this long. Is, they're this huge. is crazy, man, because I'm... The sharks are eating the mullet, you know, yeah. too. Now, the one Every, thing Everything's eating would, the mullet. Do not the one be thing, a mullet <laughs> in no. your next life. Like <laughs> The funny thing is um, manatee just kind of blob around, don't get eaten by sharks. And Benny was like, I think if the sharks figured out they could eat manatees, it'd be like game Because <laughs> it's literally yeah. a floating cow, and they can't do anything. <laughs> but they just don't eat them. But yeah, the tarpon, no, the tarpon are getting torqued by by shark. Um, um, so yeah, I mean, like there was a few shots casted out, and then my line just went really oof. tight, and uh, I'm like, oh, this is a tarpon because eight feet. It, Holy shit! Sorry, I'm just looking at pictures because you know, in Tobago, that tarpon I caught was like a nothing compared to these things. I think you caught a literal minnow. Of yeah, tarpon. I did. It was like an eight pound fish, which is still a nice fish, but. You held it like this. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you held it like a largemouth bass. Yeah. You can't lift these fish out of the water. So, so what happened? These fish we were casting to were, I was like, because that's what I expected. You know, yeah. I'm like, oh, catch like 10 pound tarpon. That'd be f- really yeah. fun. But I didn't see any like that. They were all huge. Did you, did you, you know, cast just like into the, into the pod? I cast at a yeah. fish and then it kind of swam away. And Benny's like, just honestly, because the tide was moving and the water depth was in a way that the fish could be kind of just chill. They were, they were just chilling on the bottom and sometimes you'd see them kind of come up and he's like, just leave your fly there. And then I was like, okay. And then all of a sudden my fly just started moving and I'm like, Oh, and then I kind of pulled yeah. on it and it felt like, uh, I, like I attached a, f- uh, f- like my fly to a car. And started <laughs> driving the car. That's what it felt like completely, absolutely no control over the pull. Like just it was just on. like, it felt like a car yeah. driving my line away. I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. And then, it started to go and the line started ripping out and I was really reefing on setting the hook and it, the line broke right at the front. Oh, no. I was like, oh, no. But it was super exciting. And then um, I was like amazed. I was like, that's crazy. Feel the pull of a uh, fish like yeah. that. And it's sort of insane. Yeah. Did you, you know? freak out? And then um, there was another one where the fish, <laughs> like this is all probably in about 45 minutes, an hour, like cast it again and a uh, tarpon jumps out of the water at my floor like just like just jumps and i there couldn't set the hook because it because it was like you know (laughs) and uh the hook comes out of its mouth but we have a slow motion clip of that which was cool Mm -hmm. and then there was another one where there was a huge tarpon following my line benny's like strip i'm like holy shit i can see this fish Mm -hmm. and then another tarpon comes in front of it out of nowhere and just like side swipes yeah like ruined the shot (laughs) and i just see this huge i was like silver like probably 10 feet in front of me like right in front of like just like like hit that other fish out of the way i'm like this a feeding frenzy of 60 pound how fish. De- how deep like, is, this is how deep is the water here that we're fishing? It's five. Maybe five. Oh, maybe five. That's so cool. But the tarpon go up into like a foot of yeah, water. Yeah, sure, sure. That's where you see their pink yeah. fins. Which is what we, we encountered at the end of the day. So this is the beginning of the day. It was, we, we arrived at a high, well, high but dropping tide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So And that's, yeah. And you could see, like, it's like a, at that point where we were, it's like almost like a river in a way. You can really, the mm-hmm. current was really obvious. Yeah. And so you could, you, they were just, the, it was pushing the mullet around and they were just eating the mullet. Yeah. And because the, of the big storm the day before, like the water was a little bit murky because the sand yeah. was all kicked up. So we were using just like, it's crazy the size of flies that you use 
because like a bike like a bass because it's like it's like you know they're like they're not huge you know three four inches yeah. you know like it's black size it just two. looks like a just black very streamer, strong you know? hooks yeah 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 and it, and it's just i don't know yeah it's like kind of like fishing bass and it, even like the activity was like that right. like the action in the water it's like wow the bass are everywhere great fishing today except the fish were huge yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was a trip because it's just like it was so a lot of activity but you know just fish you're like that's fish of a lifetime i'd love to catch that yeah. fish, you know? like, and it was interesting because they were just like everywhere and in a way it was kind of like we had good shots and mitch you know did a fucking awesome job and hooked three fish it was fucking rad and like that's just kind of tarpon fishing you definitely lose more than you ever land and yeah. they're fucking huge was, fish was, um but the i don't know what thing, i would have done differently <laughs> yeah i think it was interesting like it's like i said it was like reeling a fridge yeah know, it's like, this, like, is crazy. this is crazy yeah. and they're just jumping all over the place it's just it's they're wild they're wild fish yeah. they're like there's so much fun that's <laughs> like yeah. the most fun you can have fishing and you guys are on- <laughs> i actually think i actually like i was like tarpon are maybe one of the coolest animals that mm. like exists on earth and they're like old yeah. like an 80 pound fish yeah. is old yeah, yeah. Like, like they come you see a couple times they would come out of the water and look at us like, like at the boat and they're a huge eye <laughs> you know yeah you're just like wow, we're fishing for these right now like this is you guys are on like 10 weights 12 12, 12. and the reel that benny oh had so cool, really cool. <laughs> yeah had like this quick drag. Oh yeah, yeah. Aldo told me about this. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. some, it was wild. Uh, I can't remember the brand, but it's uh, uh, the guy still machines them in, in his house, I think. Um, a bi- but, the big uh, boy saltwater reels. It was a, the drag it was, a big was boy. insane on the thing, dude. Like he literally deal. could reel a reel? car. Like yeah. it, it was just. Yeah, like when you were saying, you're like, what can pull this drag? He's like, oh, it's not even going to slow it down. <laughs> I know. That's wild. It's insane. Um, yeah, yeah. But what was interesting was for like you know the last time I had fished tarpon was. Boca Grande mm-hmm. and there it was like you know kind of like what you see in magazines where you see like a long string of them like about 10 mm-hmm. 12 fish and so the shot you know these things are huge <laughs> so yeah. you see them coming from a mile away like it's a, well, at least where we were and then you see this big line of fish and you put the fly in front of it and if one eats great and if it doesn't it doesn't yeah. like it wasn't super complicated this was harder because you couldn't the water was so stained that you couldn't they were everywhere so like you knew where to cast because you they were literally on the surface with their fins out sure sure but their fin the dorsal is yeah. isn't the, at the middle of the fish it's actually kind of like it's actually like my hand like i'm sh- like right now it's like, like the, i'm showing you it's like it's, it's quite back, a ways back, back near its tail so almost. you start casting to where you think the head is where actually the head is several feet in front of it yeah feet so yeah benny's like that's the middle of its body you're like like it's learning that hard to like because it was like it was a little more random in that way where it was like oh there's a tarp there's a few tarpon over here swing like we would swing the boat one way get a shot that way it's like oh now they're back over here swing the boat the other way kind of thing as opposed to like okay there they are 200 feet away they're swimming this way we're gonna stay right here and wait yeah yeah it sounds like super chaotic Mm-hmm. It was a bit chaotic, yeah. It's just on, yeah. you know. It was You're just, just like, like ah, wow, they're ah, over here, ah, they're over ah, there, ah, they're up ah, there. There's a fin, you know, like yeah. dolphins over there, like doing crazy yeah, dolphins to get bait fish. You know, oh like. yeah, that was so cool. We saw dolphins yeah. corralling mullet with their bubbles. Yeah, yeah. They make a huge whirlpool. That's right. It's super loud because you've got four, you know, hundreds of pounds fish or not fish, sorry, like uh, mammals <laughs> swimming around in circles, <laughs> getting these bait fish, and they're making a ruckus. Yeah. And Benny's like, yeah, look at those. Those funny dolphins just like, and you know, like, it's really cool. They'd like flip the fish with their tail in the air yeah. and like another one yeah. would catch it. <laughs> they knock them out. I was like, yeah. damn. That's cool. Vicious. And the, tar- <laughs> the tarpon don't have that kind of teamwork, eh? They just, they just go um, crazy. Well, the other thing is a mullet don't school. Right. 
mullet are very random as well. Like they 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 swim in like twos and threes and right, fours right, and right. maybe like um, I guess in Texas I saw like s- like slightly larger schools, but that was like maybe twelve to fifteen yeah, fish. Sure. Yeah. So they're just kind of everywhere, you know. There's like eh, getting eaten by literally everything. Yeah. They're getting eaten by the tarpon, the pelicans, yeah. the snook, the the <laughs> sharks. Yeah. The everything eats mullet. <laughs> it was like Benny was like, "Oh man, if if I like you know came back as a mullet, mullet, like I'd be looking for that shark to eat yeah, me right away." He's like, "What an awful like <laughs> existence." So like that was funny, but um, yeah, these tarpon, the tarpon activity was crazy, and yeah, to your point about the fins, like it's you have to really figure out because it changes how based on how big the fish is too right where its head is mm-hmm. so anyway casting to its head not as easy as mm-hmm. you know when as you think the first time but pretty cool it's kind of yeah. neat because like we also learned how they how they feed and they feed yep. you know up like their mouths are a massive underbite basically yeah, yeah. So, and so mm-hmm. they need to approach from underneath so they right. can like, and right. when they if they eat something close to the surface like a giant hole in the ocean disappears because so cool. <laughs> they just suck yeah. in so much water so yeah. like a square mouth yeah. when it's fully so it's open like, right? yeah. wow that's crazy it's like, man it's it's like a va- it's like a vacuum i had no idea to expect yeah. that it was awesome didn't know and i was like oh we're gonna go catch like like you know the tarpon you caught yellman the mangroves yeah. beach stuff like that i'm like that's really cool yeah this was like <laughs> monsters proper, and, proper what and, you see on the on the internet yeah, yeah. season quote unquote doesn't really hadn't really started yet like usually like what was benny saying like march is usually what people think of as the kickoff to the big migratory season right but they're just there yeah yeah you know? it's like they're here all the time he's like well they go they'll because they'll go fish in the keys like they'll move where they fish for depending on seasons and yeah. stuff but um yeah, he took us out to the ocean too at one point. Um, on the golf, and, uh, Mexico, yeah. On the golf, and we were like just out in the middle of the ocean in this Hell's Bay skiff, and he was hoping to see some fish, and it would be cool. We did see a few tar- big tarpon yeah. kind of jump and do stuff, but not enough to like be able to make a shot. Yeah. You know, it's like 100 feet right, away, right, there's right. a massive tarpon jump out. And they're you know, they're moving crazy. fast, eh? Yeah, there's there's just so many tarpon there, like just so many tarpon. Mm. Um, and then that's another thing. He's like, imagine what it was like, you know, a hundred years ago, not even. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. like yeah. for all these problems with the but Everglades. It's like, he, he, he was recently on the Millhouse podcast. Um, yeah. It was all about saltwater fishing. And he's got a cool clip, um, you know, about, he's like, yeah, I think he's like about people adjusting their baseline. He's like, would you, I think he asked us at one point, he's like, would you th- say that this is a, this is bad fishing. Mm. This is shitty fishing. Right. We're like, yeah. no, this is insane. We're literally surrounded yeah. by tarp. There's yeah, tarpon yeah. everywhere. Hooked or, you know, you know had three tarpon. He's like, so like. that's the, uh, that's a big, you know, problem as well that we're, uh, uh, you know, is, is you know, this conception that the, the, the fishing's bad so people don't want to protect it or, right. you know, if I think it's already a throwaway type of thing when really it's actually not. <laughs> at all in any way it just yeah. might not be what it was like in the 90s or the 80s or the 70s sure you know? sure but it's still amazing and it's still beautiful yeah. and it's 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 like we said like we were there for maybe 45 minutes and mitch had hooked three tarpon and we were like in surrounded by tarpon yeah. then not to mention all the other fish that are there so like snook redfish bones blah, 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 blah you know like going to the everglades and catch peacock bass yeah like it's yeah. it's uh like if you go back into the mangroves well it's like yeah, what are we? Uh, what are you really complaining about? And there's boats yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the other yeah. thing. And so it's not like it's not like it's not pressured. It's just that I don't know. There's a lot of life. Yeah, yeah. There's there, a lot yeah. of life, and it's definitely worth. Well, it was always worth protecting. But I, if you think that's yeah. bad fishing, like 
Brother, yeah. you need to hit the Humber for a day or two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sort yourself out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I, I, I hooked three-ish, but you know, I wasn't I wasn't um, you know uh, stealing the bow here. Let's because I was stealing like taking all the fishing away from our friend Aldo. I just quickly happened. I had three tarpon, and then we went and Aldo got on the bow, and we went to look for snook, and um, Aldo got a banger snook. Yeah, banger, first that was snook, awesome. Which is your first as well, and uh, this was a this was a nice fish. This was a huge snook. Um, it was a crazy shot. Benny's like, right there, there's a snook. Can you make the cast? You're like, ping. You're like, oh, over ping. your shoulder, you know? And and then the fish is just like, oh, and you're just like, oh, it just digs off. It was like, so oh, cool. It was it was very redfish-like where you saw the gills flare before he ate. Yeah. It was yeah. tough, though, I mean, in terms of, because there were redfish and snook everywhere. But, again, yeah. the water was so murky that we, it was they were really hard to spot. Couldn't spot Couldn't yeah. spot them. So the one that we actually got a shot at, it was awesome to connect. With. It was right next to the mm. boat, right? And Pretty then much, yeah. then the thing fought, and it was it was a funny scene because oh, it went yeah. <laughs> to the back of the boat and all those running down the side of the boat. And, <laughs> and Benny's up here, and I'm on the camera like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm in slow-mo trying to like adjust my exposure, and it's like really bright and really dark. And, and all those like on the back. Like, yeah, I had to like was, yeah, run around hilarious. the boat. Classic. Yeah, it, was pretty fu- it was pretty fun. Yeah. It was pretty fun. Yeah. And then, um, it was cool. And that was really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And And then we spent the afternoon uh, in the low tide. Um, Well, we went to the Gulf, and then we went back to where we started and fished uh, the low tide, which was really interesting because, yeah, this is 80-pound fish in a foot of water. Again, (laughs) everywhere. Tarpon everywhere, but a little bit trickier. They were spookier almost. I think maybe it was the bright, the light was brighter. Uh, And um, they were just, yeah, they were a little, but, you know, there's like a I, massive fish in, off the bow and it sees me and goes and splashes the whole yeah. thing, you know with water yeah, it was with so like fun. literally was so just cool. like a wave we're like holy shit you know it was, I mean it's pretty and then, a shark hit the boat oh yeah a shark a shark a big 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 lemon just, just fucking swam just into the boat, swam into the boat. Oh, was sorry like, we're like what do you mean like, into the, the boat just hit the boat say, we're like yeah. into the, yeah oh this okay. like under oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah no he didn't like jump into the boat <laughs> and eat us yeah he swam into the side of the boat and just like dunk and then kept swimming now we just, um just very active yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. and another thing i learned tarpon can change their sex huh so yeah that was crazy like um they get they're born male no sorry they're born yeah male then they get to a certain age and they just become female. Hmm. Or, right? That's what or at one point, if there's too many of one or the other, they're like, okay, well. We need more female tarpon now. Now we need more male awesome. tarpon. You, and so they can keep their, yeah, reproduction. So cool. You almost looking at the three of us being like, if only one of you could turn into a girl. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was a wild fact because I'm like, damn, like they really are resilient yeah. fish. And I guess that's why they've been around for so freaking long. Like they are designed to just carry on. You know? yeah, yeah. Interesting. It's cool. Kind of the interesting, like a more philosophical thing that Benny said. He's like, do you think we're going to kill the tarpon? He's like, we might, we could. He's like, but here's what's going to happen first. He's like, they're just not going to come here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, they don't, he's like, they meet up here and they feed here and they meet each other and then they go spawn. He's like, they don't spawn here. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, they, they go out into the Gulf of Mexico. He's like, they could, you know, one day just be like, you know what? Florida sucks. Yeah. And we're not going to come yeah. here anymore because the water's too hot and people, there's too many people. Mm-hmm. We're just going to go fuck, you know, maybe one day they just start meeting in Tobago. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're there, you know, they're in Guatemala, Costa Rica, you know, Cuba, Mex- you know, Ascension yeah. Bay in Mexico. They used to be in Texas. Like there's no, there's nothing really, you know, mm-hmm. 
saying that they can't just that's what you know I'm, I'm regurgitating what Benny said but like there's nothing you know to say that they won't survive by just not going to Florida and mm. then how sad is that can't can't just yeah go for, to the Everglades, not for not for us not for them they're just sort of like fine you're gonna screw with us we're gonna yeah, go leave do it. this like we've been around millions of years you yeah you've been like, around thousands yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's great that they kind of couldn't do that because i mean i'd rather they just do that mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest they're such a beautiful elusive mm-hmm. mysterious thing you know mm-hmm. like king of the king of the sea king of the ocean the silver you know? like, king really they really are they have this aura and it's like i don't know just move they're in time in turn with the moons and like they're just like a very mysterious animal and yeah it's and it cool, cool just that the being big in their presence all female too hmm. yeah <laughs> it's like benny's yeah. just on the on the polling platform he's like come on ladies <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and stuff like that it's pretty funny yeah that's cool yeah it's that's cool oh, yeah. that you got to it's, like uh, be in that ecosystem and like mm-hmm. see all yes. that life around you. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's, it is. It is like it is life changing. Yeah. Like in terms of an angler, like you are. Well, like, you haven't oh, stopped I talking really about like... it. That's for sure. I mean, what is more, you know, think of you yeah. know, think of the iconic American wildernesses. It's like you know, Yellowstone, Yosemite, and the Everglades. Yeah. Like that's what I think of, and yeah. obviously the Grand Canyon. But like, you know, mm-hmm. this is the largest subtropical wilderness in the United States. Super unique. Yeah. Where else do you find manatees? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like your first time catching trout, you know? This is another, in terms of fishing, you know? People dedicate their lives to fishing tarpon. So when you have that experience, it's like, wow, it really does hook you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And uh, I think it did. It did prick us for sure. And uh, been pricked. Yeah. Man, <laughs> we're, we're going to go back next winter for sure and just try to do the same well, thing. Well, that's the other thing for uh, people from Toronto. Like, easy yeah. stay in wherever you want yeah. in miami three hour like, flight it's a three hour flight find a guide where we launched in the everglades it's like not a secret boat launch or anything you know we we're right on florida no. bay yeah, and that was like boat. an hour from downtown miami it's like yeah. driving to the grand river yeah. Yeah. except for it's yep. the everglades yeah. Yeah. or stay close fish in biscayne want. bay yeah lots of and i then, mean lots of options and then there's the keys we didn't even like you know we got that's a whole other trip it's a whole other trip yeah so yeah it's cool it's a cool place am i very fun mm-hmm. very cool go it's a three hour flight and you can find a guide and have an experience mm-hmm. but we're gonna definitely go back to florida Bay because it was yeah uh, i was saying if you had a wild. kayak or something and you just wanted to explore the like the mangroves in the everglades yeah. and catch peacock bass snook yeah, and carpin, that's cool. you could like you could also like diy it a little yeah. bit more too i mean like what what a place it to was kind of it was like zipper bay on esnagami lake mm-hmm. you know when we mm-hmm. do that day where we're out on the boats yeah. over pike but they were yeah, tarpon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was crazy. It was like exactly like that. Yeah. Jesus. It was That's insane. Awesome. Next yeah. year. Next year for sure. Yep. So, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's, we should definitely let's do go. a little, maybe a four, yeah, four, four of a us should go four, A four guy trip. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We've, we've four paved boys. the way. We've done the hard work, fellas. We've done the hard we work of the other people scouting. taking us fishing. <laughs> yeah. You know, Aldo and I took one for the yeah. team. We went down. We explored. We learned. And now we're ready to take right, you guys. Good. Yeah. So <laughs> um, we'll go. If you want to hear more about this story, <laughs> um, yeah. Chums obviously is a supporter of ours, and uh, but uh, they supported this trip specifically. And Mitch wrote a pretty wicked blog. They've got a new blog yeah, a series blog. called uh, Off the Grid, and the Everglades are definitely off the grid. And uh, yeah, if you want to check yeah. out chums.com, it's also on our website, um, yeah. and learn a little bit more about Benny and the work he's doing. Because um, yeah, awesome blog, Mitch. Good job. Nice. 
Thank you. And next week we'll have a video out too, um, so you can you can watch um, more of this uh, amazingness uh, from the trip on our YouTube page. So go check that out because you can see some of these things we've talked about today. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, go tell your friends about the episode. Tell, tell your, your friends family. Miami. Wow, tell what a fun thing! And um, and if you go, uh, drop us a line. Maybe we can give you some Oof. pointers um, mm-hmm. if you want to go out there. But uh, yeah, thank you a billion times to uh, to Chums. Thank you a billion times to Costa, um, Joe, and Hannah. Again, shout out to you two. You guys are awesome. Yep. Um, shout out to, of course, Ross, Dr. Ross, uh, both for Sharper Trust, and Penny Blanco, and Captains for Clean Waters. You guys, all of all of y'all. Doing a lot of work. We're very lucky that we got to go spend just a little, little drop of time in your uh, very magnificent Boink. place and life. Uh, very different from what we experience up here, so it's always cool to get to step out of you know what you're used to and experience something very different and new. But yeah, thank you to all of you so much. That's it for Miami. Today's show is brought to you in part by Chums. You know, Chums, the company that makes those can't-live-without-em straps that keep your sunglasses on your melon. Believe it or not, Chums has been around for 40 years, making top-notch outdoor accessories for all the guides, river rats, and weekend warriors out there. Chums got their start in southern Utah back in 1983, when a guide on the Colorado River invented their now-famous original cotton eyewear retainer. Chums still makes many of its products in Utah, and everything they produce is designed to help you hang on to the gear you value most. Head to chums.com to explore a wide range of products, including wallets, roll-top dry bags, waste packs, dry sacks for your phone, and of course, glasses, retainers, and all kinds of wicked styles. Every time we hit the water, Chums is right there with us in the form of amazing gear, which means we never have to worry about our sunglasses or phones sinking to the murky depths of the waters we love to fish. Head to chums.com to check out their full lineup of outdoor accessories. That's chums.com. Best fishing story ever with Monty Burke. This was a, so about 15 years ago, I went uh, down to do a story on Steve Huff, the legendary guide, you know, who was in the Keys forever and caught countless world records and all that sort of stuff, and he had moved at this, this point to Everglades City. And, um, on that trip, it was a Janu- It was in January, so we didn't fish for tarpon. Fish for like snook and redfish. Had a blast. Story came out. The next year, um, he invited me to come down and fish for tarpon uh, in April, and it was it was going to be my first tarpon trip. And I literally, like, I did not sleep for two nights before uh, going down there. I was so freaking pumped up. So um, get down there. Um, Wake up in the morning. We leave. The cool thing about fishing with Steve Hop is he, he lives in Everglades City, but he, he leaves out of uh, uh, off of Ted Jurassic's dock. Ted Jurassic is the guy who uh, invented T-Bore reels, so everyone's why you get to see Ted, which is kind of a, added a little bonus to the day. So we leave that morning. We go out. Perfect day. You know, probably 10-mile-an-hour wind, little ripple on the surface, sunny, uh, and we see, start seeing laid-up tarpon. Uh, almost right away. And now you got to remember, I've never tarpon fished for, I've never fished for, you know, with a fly for anything that big. I mean, we're looking at like these monster fish, hundred pounds up to, I think we saw a couple that were probably in the 150, 160 range. And I am like, literally can feel my knees shaking as I, as I cast for these fish. So they're, so they're laid up, you know, and they're like, they're like, just, you just, your keys kind of pull around. He's like, there's one right in front. And you look, and there's this thing. It looks like a big, like kind of glowing tube. And you have to figure out which way. The most important thing is to figure out which way the head is, which, way, which end is the head and which end is the tail. 
and you have to make this cast, you know, put it like almost exactly like six inches or eight inches in front of their face. If you're, uh, if you err on uh, either side, you're screwed. If you cast it too far, they won't see it. If you cast it too close, it'll spook the crap out of them. So, um, you know, I'm no, you know, lefty tray or anything like that, but I've been fly fishing since I was like eight. And, you know, I, I can be pretty accurate, but that day I was an absolute disaster. I was throwing it. We probably saw, I think we saw 10 fish and I was throwing it on their heads and spooking them or I was, you know, and then I started to overcorrect and I threw it like two feet away and would have to make them, once you throw it two feet away, they kind of get squirrely. They kind of figure out something's going on and you cast again, they just kind of sink out of view. So I'm at this point, just like a blubbering mess, um, you know, with the legend, I finally have my shot. You know, and I'm just blowing it. And I'm worried that, you know, the dude's going to be like, well, that was a really fun trip. Uh, I'll never see you again. So I think at some point after lunch, uh, we pull into this uh, sort of like little basin. And there are two fish laid up right next to each other. And one's like 50 pounds. And the other one's like 150 pounds, like just massive, like three times bigger than the one. So somehow I actually get the cast exactly right. I get it right in front of that big one and start stripping really slowly. And he starts kind of moving at it, moving at it, and slowly turns off. And then, of course, we stop seeing fish. Uh, so we pull around for a couple, couple hours, don't see shit. And then Steve's like, I want to try one more place. So we go uh, into this uh, other cove, kind of like basin place, and uh, pulling around. And he just whispers right there on the left. And I look down and probably 40 feet away. It's this massive glowing tube, glowing torpedo. I mean, you can see the, the pink on the fins, and the, actually the tail of this fish was out of the water, and it was just sitting there, sound asleep, chilling out. And kind of without thinking about it, which I think is probably the best way to do this, I just make one false cast and drop it right there, like six inches in front of that thing's face, one strip, and then like feel this pull that I will never ever forget. I mean, I've said this a million times. People think I'm stupid when I say it and it sounds really silly, but like it's a life-changing thing to feel pull of an animal that large. Like it just, it just, I never felt anything like that in my life. So I pull on it and then it's just fucking mayhem. Like line is flying out of the, flying out of my rod. Um, I have no control over it. You know, you're supposed to like kind of clear your line and hold your hand up with your lines with it. But I have no, I'm just sitting there holding on the rod, watching the line go flying out. I like make a step and um, uh, like, I think I cut, I cut my foot on something. I don't know how the hell I cut my foot, but I cut the kind of top of my foot. So blood's everywhere now. Um, and then finally this thing like gets on the reel and I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm facing to the left. Uh, and all of a sudden, uh, behind us, this huge tarpon jumps and lands, like belly flops onto the water. And I'm like, Steve, did you see that one? He goes, that's yours. So I'm totally screwed up. I'm like, my rod's facing one way and the fish is behind us. Totally fucked totally So I just reel as fast as I can. I'm doing everything he tells me to do, pull as hard as I can, basically. Uh, you know, I'm trying to like use my lower body when I pull. I'm, I'm trying all the things and I do not want to lose this. Um, and you know, 30 minutes goes by, another 30 minutes goes by, another 30 minutes goes by, and by this time, I am like completely sweated out, so I'm completely dehydrated. Uh, I feel like I want to puke. Um, my pants are somehow like, I've kept the rod kind of like on the top of my pants, and it's kind of like 
my pants are falling down now. I mean, and blood is everywhere. Like, I'm a fucking mess. And this thing is actually pulling us. It's pulling us. It ends up pulling us two miles. Uh, and it just keeps going. And so now we're in, like, I'm in hour two. And I've literally been, you know, it's not a passive thing. I'm not, like, sitting there holding my rod. Like, I'm actually pulling this entire time. My hand is getting all, it's, like, stuck in this grotesque, you know, sort of a, uh, I don't know, just, it's just like a, like your fingers are all, my fingers are all gnarled and stuck. And uh, so eventually this thing pulls us into this little stream. And Steve thinks that it's probably a stream that the thing was probably born in. Not really sure. Um, and finally, two and a half hours later, I finally get, you know, a couple more cranks and it comes up. Steve grabs the jaw and takes out the fly and, uh, you know, revives it. You know, like two, those two or three sort of, you know, pulling the fish through the water. And that thing just slaps away and like splashes us. And I'm absolutely exhausted and totally ecstatic. And Steve, I remember I never get this. Steve reaches out his hand to congratulate me. He's got the, his landing glove on. He takes it off. He reaches over to, and I can't shake his hand because my hand is stuck. It's totally stuck like in a, in a fist. I can't, I can't move it at all. But anyway, we fist bump. And, uh, you know, I feel like absolute shit. I feel like, you know, like you feel like you drink like a 12 pack. Um, feel like I want to puke, sweat it out, uh, have a terrible pounding headache. And the first thought that comes to mind is I cannot fucking wait to do that again. Since then, I've realized that, um, you know, that's a dumbass way fight a tarpon and I never would ever do that again but because it was my first one yeah. you know it's not good for the fish it's not good for the angler but so now you know I, I get him in in like 30 minutes or I break it off so I just like and I've gotten just you know, the more you do it the better you get it like with angles and figuring out how to like you know you kind of have to like defeat the fish you gotta like kind of beat its will a little bit so that it just kind of gives up you know mm -hmm. All right, a little bit of, uh, we got some upcoming events, don't we, eh? Yeah, we well, do. Well, actually, if for, if for whatever reason you're listening to this on, on March, March 15th, 15th, and you're in Toronto or can make the drive Tomorrow. in, come out to Affinity Fish on Dundas Street yeah. West. It's our first sake and scissors uh, little yeah. evening where uh, there's, well, it's going to be a fly tying fly fly and sake. A demonstration from uh, the one and only uh, fantastic Southern Ontario guide, Jordan Pocket. Mm -hmm. Perfect Jordan Drift Pocket. Guide Company. Um, Jordan! Of course, there's beer from Left Field. Uh, we've got some Japanese sake. We've got craft sake. We've got uh, some uh, wine by the glass. And they're also <laughs> making up crispy whitefish sandwiches on a potato bun. Georgia Bay whitefish, delicious. Yep. Um, and uh, we've got raffles. Like, you can come win prizes. A lot of stuff. And, of course, proceeds are going to our friend... Uh, Demisha, Brown Girl Outdoor World. Um, so come on down, support the community, have some fun. And just start um, getting, you know, stuff. we're not. What time is this? We're at, not fellas, that far. 7.30. 7. 7 to 11. 7 to 11. Perfect. So yeah, you know, there's going to be delicious food, delicious sake. Jordan's going to give an awesome presentation to, you know, we're like a month, just over a month away. We're so close. like this is about building that trout stoke. So like Jordan's <laughs> going to be there. Fucking tying some trout flies, and I'm sure, yep. you know, if you want to go pick his brain about his favorite flies, you can. He's super. Yep. There's another guy that's super gracious with his time and knowledge, and 
Um, we're lucky, you know, to have these kind yep. of people in their lives. Mm-hmm. And 1581 Dundas Street West tonight, March 15th. We'll be there drinking there. and uh, and raffling off some prizes from Costa and Shums, actually. Boof. Yeah. And, uh, which is great. And then at the end of the month, March 31st, we've got our event with Coup d'Etat, our second in the Bespoke series, where you can come out and make yourself your own premium leather lanyard um, for the uh, fishing season that's upcoming. So, uh, yeah, 75 bucks a ticket. It gets you drinks from Glenfiddich Scotch. It gets you beer. It gets you from Heineken. It gets you food from Cheese Boutique. And it gets you entered into a raffle to win all kinds of wicked prizes from Reddington and Chums. And Costa. And Filson. What? And Filson. Has donated a wicked yeah, prize. Some yeah, water that's a bag. So that's going to be that is a big Holy deal. So the first one was <laughs> super. The first one was super fun. The first one was super really fun. fun. This is going to be a gear lanyard, which uh, you know what I, I I've never I've always wanted and never have. I have one. I have one. A bead so, one. So yeah, yeah I'm, very handy. I'm stoked. Yeah, it can definitely fit um, some forceps and some nippers and stuff. But then bring if you Sloped. come, bring your tools so we can yeah. customize it and make sure that the tools you want on it fit on it. Um, Otherwise, you're going to leave with um, some new tools from Reddington, nippers and forceps. And so Chums, you're just gonna and get Chums those. Is, has given us and this, the pouch to clip off. The, and what's the pouch? It's a little... Uh, sunglass rag. Sunglass rag. Clean your phone, clean your sunglasses. Or a, uh, you know, clean your hands from the row that you're using, depending on who's listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're going to you're gonna get a bunch of great stuff. <laughs> Tickets at SoFly.ca. But... Um, yeah, come on out and get yourself a, a rope cloth. <laughs> <laughs> it do, it, unfortunately, it does. When if you leave the the rag out, it does look like a rope cloth. Little, but it is an awesome row rag. <laughs> it's a sunglass cleaner a that we all rag. use on our camping and canoe trips because it's just super yeah. easy to to clip on your gear and it's great. And also we use it for our lenses uh, on our cameras. Yes, so yep. yeah, um, but yeah, that's gonna be fun. And then the return. Wait, before that, there's the uh, we're going to be at the IF4 with uh, Drift. Oh, my, so many events. Coming. April 2nd, is the uh, this, uh, Drift is back hosting the IF4 screening, which, of course, is a bunch yep. of uh, awesome movies. You know, Again, we're just building the stoke for the beginning Toronto. of the season. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, get tickets through Drift Outfitters, and you can come see some uh, Wicked Fish films uh, at the, at the theater. And we'll be there with a special announcement. Oh. Yeah. So get ready yeah, for that. Secret special. And then April 14th. The return. Epic yep. return of Sotos. The Southern, <laughs> Southern Ontario Crowd Opener Social. This is the big one. This is the big yeah. one. Everything we sell, the drinks, the raffle tickets, the merch, everything yeah. goes to help the West Credit River. So come, drink, buy raffle tickets. Um, save some, save trout. some trout. I think we're going to have an auction this year. That's going to be new. Yep. Um, yep. And all the proceeds from that will go to help the trout. Um, yep. You know, we're going to have some awesome cocktails, some awesome beers. Prizes, it's going to be the same place, third snacks. place Ontario, thirdplacetoronto.com if you want to check it out yep. on Bloor Street. Um, and check out our uh, social just for just uh, all the details. 7 that, o'clock until we. 4 a.m. <laughs> 4 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> 2 a.m. We'll, we'll go to last yeah. call if people want to stay that long. We'll, we'll have a DJ, call. DJ Dopey, hopefully. Um, hopefully. And, yeah. uh, if you're listening to DJ Jeez, Dopey, please. please. We need your help, buddies. please. <laughs> Bro, please. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, stay stay tuned for more on Sotos because it's back for another year. And then, of course, Trout Opener's here. We can all go yeah. enjoy. Fishing Ontario. again, yeah. I, got, I need to. Uh, I did it again, guys. I didn't tie a single fly this winter. Right on, baby. Me <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't know. I, Itis is the <laughs> ant, and we're all the grasshopper. Hell yeah. Itis. 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 Thank you, everybody, so much for listening at home. Um, we hope that you enjoyed the show. 
And uh, we'll see you at these upcoming events, hopefully tonight. Affinity Fish, see you there, 7 p.m. Uh, that is it for me, Mitch Aldo. Bye, everybody. Yep. See ya at the trout opener. Itis. Bye. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. You can find all of our content at SoFly.ca. Reach out via email by sending your questions or comments to info at SoFly.ca. Find us on Instagram at the SoFly Crew. Thanks for listening. 